Zach, I don't know about you, but Marco and I have been kind of bonding over Resident Evil a little bit. Really? Are you a fan? Um, well, not really. Like uh, of the games? No. Well, they just scary played, for you. Or I think what? I pl- No, I I I played one on the GameCube. Uh, like it was like the one that was on the GameCube, like the big one. Is that zero? Maybe Resident Evil three. Well, so Resident Evil 2 and 3 were on the PlayStation, but uh-huh. they went back and remade Resident Evil 1 on the GameCube, and uh-huh. that game still holds up. The graphics, they had pre-rendered backgrounds, and so uh-huh. all the processing power went to like the character models. So if you go back and watch the GameCube remake, it's gorgeous. That game is they, beautiful. They basically just ported that for like the PS4 and uh, Xbox 360 versions, right? Uh, you know what? I don't know. They should have by now because they've been remaking Resident Evil since like the fucking dawn of time. But yeah, there's yeah. a bunch on the GameCube. I think Resident Evil Zero or Resident Evil uh, Code Veronica. I don't remember. Close, that would close. have been Dreamcast. Close, there's so yeah. many. It's been going on for so long. And I think four was an exclusive to, to uh, GameCube as well. Oh, right? that wasn't a game. Yeah, so maybe that's yeah, what Resident Evil Four was. So I guess I guess what what's going on with Resident Evil is there like a new game uh, or like a they movie just or a show? A new movie today. Okay. Um, and they Resident just released the remaster of four as well. So it's like it's in the oh, zeitgeist. Yeah. So Resident Evil Death Island. I just sent. I literally oh. just saw the trailer right now. It's only a, uh, several hours old. About eight hours old. Um, but it's got like all the upgraded character models from like all the new like remakes that they've been doing. So it's, it's kind of cool to see. Um, uh, but our, our baddie Jill Valentine is back and <sighs> that's a beautiful woman. She's like an actual Usually... woman. They use, uh, for all the new characters, they've like hired models to like be their oh, faces. A, a modern yeah, they're real woman. people. Yeah. And of course, what were we gonna say, Zach? Um, well, I mean, me and Marco, we do a lot of bonding, but it's mostly over like Latina MILF TikToks yeah, yeah, yeah. and like e girls. Sure. You know, yeah. I mean, it's not like Resident Evil. I mean, I've got diverse cool. tastes, you know. I'm into a lot of things, but. bro. Honestly, like when he sent me, it was like this past week. He sent me. I guess you're playing Resident Evil Three. I'm playing three because I've owned three for a while now. With four yeah. coming out, I was like, "Shit, I should probably play that." Um, you What's know, you know me. Is I've this been on the PS5. This is on PS5, yeah. But it was, yeah. I think it's a PS4 version on PS5. I like three. Three was like pretty um, divisive, but I think because it's more action oriented. But I like that about it because it's just like a really fun, like yeah. it's really intense. Like I, my hands are sweating the whole time. Uh, but yeah. it's a good, good so point. Resident, Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Three take place at about the same time okay they just don't interconnect at all and the resident evil 4 is like years later i think like four or five years later or something like that uh so leon's a little older in resident evil 4 not by much but resident evil 4 is very good so yeah one of the all-time great video games right oh dude yeah it's funny because i was just talking about leon is like one of the most iconic video game characters around and it's like Mm -hmm. Zach's face. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Zach's so disinterested in this whole topic. I love I, it. Oh, come on. I don't know what is even happening. That's, Anyways, that's uh, let's get to it. Are you an angel? What? An angel. 
I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. Oh, you brought in a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. And I'm Marco. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's, that's right. How fucking you... dare you, Equan. That's what I was laughing at, too. Uh, we want to thank everybody watching at home, catching us live, listening on the replay, wherever you're checking us out. Thank you. Shout you guys out. Equan's comment reminds me of something that I saw where it was like, imagine what a wolf would feel, feel like knowing that it evolved into a pug. That's how your grandpa feels when you talk to him about anime. <laughs> how dare both yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah, Equan says, now Zach knows what it's like when he talks about Evangelion or whatever. How dare you. Uh, we have a great show planned for you guys tonight. A little bit more of an intimate panel, but we're going to have plenty of goof scaffs and laughs tonight. Uh, we also have an intimate chat. We got Toy Mafia in the chat. Eddie, Arrow, Maestro, Happy F and Tuesday, Hodor 317, Hodor. Uh, Universal Key Evening, everyone. Twelve Inch Moose Stream. I bought the N one today. I know Zach's Wonderland is sold out. Honestly, the worst project that I've ever undertaken. The second one. I don't know why it's been a pain in my ass. Uh, I'm excited to be done with this thing. Pablo Meza, Jason Nelson, KJ Smith, Stephen Craig. Got to see Stephen this weekend. It was very nice. Uh, we have Knight in the chat. Alvin J. DJ Mojo Z78 King Dingling Vintage Rebellion Podcast. Uh, Nick's Collectibles, uh, and Steven Kret, shout out to Zach for the Golden Hammies. Yeah, it was, it was nice to see my good friend Steven today. Uh, we, we have a great show planned for you guys tonight. Like I said, at the top of the show, a ton of news to talk about, two new hot toys, lots of, uh, different things. Uh, but Dean, before we get into any of that news, we have a very special segment that we start off all of our best shows with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? So I had a pretty interesting week. Um, I've been wanting like a female knight uh, figure because I play um, like the Souls games, but I always pick a female character and they just like don't really make them at all um, anywhere. So I decided to kit bash one from a Figma and a it's it's called imperial guard it's like a fison tb league line um and just like smash them together so i took the armor and the outfit from the tb league figure and i just put it on a figma body that would accept it i got the idea from somebody on a figma group um but i i had to buy the figma first uh because the imperial guard you could get on bbts it's like 80 bucks um and while I was shopping for the Figma, 
they had another Figma, another character. Uh, it's from a show called um, Fate uh, Zero or Fate Stay Night. It's Arturia Pendragon. You're saying so many words I don't understand, but keep <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah. It's, it's an anime about, yeah, they like summon like heroes from across time to fight for them. Nice. And it's like um, Arthur Pendragon, King Arthur, but he was like actually a woman. And um, yeah, she's a fucking badass. But anyway, this figure, she was only like $11 used. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll pick it up. Maybe I'll use the parts for it or something. I ended up not using the parts, but then I watched the entire anime <laughs> over the course of like two days. So that was fun. Uh, and then I got the uh, NECA um, War Duke. I didn't order it from NECA. I got it from BBTS because I had a pre-order. You know, you know the way. This is the yeah. one in the middle here, right? Yeah, and he is bad. It looks sick with me knowing nothing about it. Like, this is interesting to me. Yeah, so when D&D got really popular uh, in the 80s, they made like a like a, a three and three quarter inch line, like a G.I. Joe. That's how they made them, like with the fucking rubber band in the middle. And War Duke was one of the first figures that came out. Um, and it was cool as shit back in the day. Um, so this is the new one, and it is fucking awesome. Um, so if you like D&D, I recommend picking it up. It's fucking badass. I love it. Um, yeah, so that was my, my week. How about you guys? Very good. Nice yeah, I'm, uh, I've been looking at the D&D NECA stuff. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it just yet. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. There's a bunch of cool shit coming out with like, uh, what is it? The four horsemen stuff that one owes all looking character, Samir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which they will be sued for. Um, but yeah, there's some some fucking banger shit coming out. Uh, Marco, what'd you get this week? Yeah, so I had a nice little week. This is actually, so my um, in-art sculpted Joker came in last week, but obviously I wasn't, uh, wasn't around. Um, so really excited to finally add that. Um, I think that the sculpted version is incredible. Honestly, like I'm really intrigued to see what the rooted version will look like because sculpted is just, terrific like zero complaints about it just about as close to the prototype as i could have expected um so really blown away by everything uh, when it comes to this release even Gigi, when we did a you know a review on on the channel a uh, really quick one she was like oh well for 500 bucks i don't really see i was like no actually it was like 350 shipped she's like oh okay actually i see like this is a, you know pretty well priced considering what hot toys cost um, so really happy about that. And then shout out to my brother, Cuervo. I will not call him Equan this time um, for hooking me up with my first 9.8 here. Um, so this is a Jim Lee cover. And I guess it is a key as well. It's a first appearance of a villain. Um, and really, you know, excited to, to actually uh, have a 9.8 in hand. I haven't figured out how to open it just yet, but uh, once I do... Uh, <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> hilarious, dude. I told wow. that to Cuervo. Wow. He's like, I will beat your ass if you so, open it. But, uh, is this your first slab? yeah first ever first ever oh okay how do you like it like in i really game, like it's really nice like it's like very you know uh girthy and no it's just like substantial i guess is the best way to put it yeah um, yeah it was like just a really cool premium experience so incredibly genuine genuine generous excuse me of uh cuervo to do it and uh yeah i i'm kind of hooked now i kind of want to see what else is out there but i don't think i can go down that line it's too too pricey for me well i'm proud of you I'm definitely proud of you. They also yeah. display really nicely. You can get like uh, like frames where you know they kind of like sit really flush to the wall. 
Um, and so like, you know, in your, in your space, like if you don't have a lot of like shelving space to put them in, you can just put them on the wall and they, they display really nicely. Yeah. I've seen you do that and I might have to do the same. What were we going to say, Dean? Well, um, if you pre-order them, buying slabs is not very expensive, like 60, 70 bucks maybe. Oh, really? Okay. Um, if it's really new and you get really lucky, I, I've gotten slabs for under 60 on okay. eBay because people are just trying to get rid of them because, you know, they order a bunch and then they don't sell and they freak out and start taking like stupid offers. Yeah. And then eventually the book gets very expensive later. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then you realize I, you bought from a certain retailer that oh might have shops that are hot <laughs> and then you never get your book. Yeah. You're swindled. Yeah, I always just go like um, that that newest punchline and Catwoman book I bought. Mm -hmm. I could not find a pre-order for that book to save my life. And then one day I was just like, eh, let me check eBay. And it was on there for like, I think I got for like 65 shift, which is nice. like less than it would cost me to buy the book and have it graded. sent. And then I might not have gotten a 9.8. You know yeah. what I mean? So like <laughs> if you get a... them like super new or pre-order them, it's really not that expensive. There you go. But, you know, to me, so if you get four slabs, right, let's say you spend 60 bucks a pop, that's a Hot Toys right there. So for me, it's like, all right, is it worth that trade-off? I, I don't know that I necessarily love it that much just yet, but it's really cool and was really excited to have my first one. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Marco. I'm definitely proud of you. Uh, so I had, um, I think this was actually my first uh, experience with uh, Sideshow Seconds. Uh, it went pretty good. I didn't quite know what to expect. Didn't know if I was going to be getting a returned item or just a damaged box item. Obviously, my experiences may vary from yours, but uh, the item that I had was still sealed uh, in the packaging. It just had like a big uh, chunk taken out of the front of the box, like on the, the art box. Um, came super quick. Um, Victoria helped me pick this one up. And it's Never the uh, sim about that. About what? Victoria, let me buy something? Coming too quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I come quick all the time. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this is the uh, premium format Symbiote Spider-Man by Sideshow. Uh, How big is this, I... like, in, in comparison to a human? Because this right picture makes it look freaking massive. Uh, the statue yeah, it's like... itself, it's, like, two feet tall. But the Spider-Man's, I mean, obviously, he's hunched over. He's probably about from like his right leg, which is lower down on the piece. He's probably about a foot tall. Would you say big. he's? Is he like a, a quarter scale? Is that? Yeah, it's said? a quarter scale statue. Okay. Yeah, it's a quarter scale statue. So. Because okay, it um, looks like it's like above the windowsill here or yeah. the window frame. I was like, God damn! How big yeah. Is this thing? So it's it's on top of um the detoff, like on the the wood or whatever. Um, okay. And then I have the Miles Morales next to it on a, the second detoff. So nice, nice little premium format spider display. Uh, but yeah, this is a friggin' fantastic statue. Um, it's it's uh, painted really well. The uh, the blue shading on the Spider-Man uh, piece is really good, and the texture and like the moss effect that they did on the uh, I guess like little tower top there is also super good. Everything arrived great. Um, I'm going to give it a once-over one more time this weekend because I was kind of just putting it together uh, kind of real quick when I unboxed it. But on quick cursory inspection, I think it passes muster, and I uh, I like this a lot. I like this a lot. Yeah, Kram yeah, like is, is saying spider kick, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I was like, you are really obsessed right now, but that's pretty on-brand for you. You go you go full down a, a character yeah, line. Baby. 
Hell yeah. I got some comics coming in, some first appearance stuff. So it'll be a nice little display eventually once I get my Miles Morales book. Uh, the slab cracks, so I got to get it fixed. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for all that. And uh, yeah, definitely a, a very positive first Sideshow Seconds uh, experience. I think maybe the only thing that was I would prefer, which I, I understand what they can't do, if they did payment plans and then also if they did uh, coupons, obviously you're getting it at like 15% off already. So coupons makes a lot of sense and they just want to get the stock off the door. So both of those make a lot of sense, but um, you know, it would have made the purchase a little less stressful because you know, when, when an item comes on seconds, you might have like only one in stock. And so pretty much as soon as I bought it. this, it was sold out and uh, had to basically cash in on my birthday gift a bit early. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the news. We'll start here just quickly. Uh, so tomorrow, uh, we mentioned uh, last show and the show before the D100 uh, Iron Man was coming to Sideshow. Uh, there's going to be 300 of those uh, SKUs, as Marco says, available. And so I encourage anyone that's even remotely interested to sign up for that um, that lottery system that they're going to do. Uh, I know there's some people that are still complaining about that, but I think it's a much better system than uh, throwing it up to a free-for-all where the website's going to crash and people are going to be frustrated. Bro, uh, significantly important... better. Come on. Yeah. Way better. And it's important to note that once you get the email, you have two hours to place the the um, the order. And I would perhaps go a step further. If you really want this and you do get the email and the site isn't working, call into customer service and try to have them place the order that way. I think it'll be a much better experience than you know, constantly refreshing a web page that's been crashed. Um, and they say that after two hours, they will offer them to other collectors on the RCP list. So if you're not in that initial solicitation of 300, you may still have a chance. Uh, on Auxiliary, I've encouraged a lot of the Patreon members to sign up, um, even if they're not interested. And that way, like if I get one, like I'm not interested at all, and Marco or another Patreon needs one, I can just order it for them, have it shipped to them. And it just increases our odds as a small community of us getting our people that want these, the collectibles that they want, and I don't have to pay scalper prices. So, again, that's tomorrow. 300 people should be getting that email. And, you know, if you're interested in it, I wish you all the luck in the world because it's going to be a madhouse like the cap was. But I think better though, right? Because you will know whether you're getting it. You you don't not going to so. have to waste like three hours like I did last time on the yeah, cap but and I, then not get it. I think I think it'll be a better experience. But I think like like in in any situation like this, there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be upset that you know even if they didn't waste the time that they couldn't get the collectible, right? Um, and I don't know that this has the appeal that the stealth cap had. For some reason, that one was crazy. Um, at least I haven't seen that on the groups. I think people were kind of lukewarm on this one, but I think anytime you kind of dangle that limited aspect of, of a collectible like this, uh, with a very, very, very low stock of 300, I think even people that aren't that interested are going to pick it up just to try to flip it. So, um, you know, if you're one of those guys in our Patreon chat and you want to sign up to the RSVP, uh, that would be great. And hopefully we can get some of our boys, uh, this, uh, this figure. So good luck everyone tomorrow. May the uh, odds be forever in your favor, like they say. And I will say it's probably going to be pretty dang expensive. I know the cap, they inflated the price pretty significantly over the um, end game Captain America. So I wouldn't be yeah. shocked if this thing was pushing. Uh, yeah, if it was very, very pricey because they know what they got. Yeah. 
Yeah, Alvin J says this piece became more desirable the longer I looked at it. Uh, let's uh, let's get into some some new news here. Now, this uh, Hot Toys Darth Vader. There's two versions. There's a deluxe and a regular. You're paying three forty five for the deluxe, three hundred for the regular. Uh, this is coming out uh, July to December two thousand twenty four. Um, ever since Hot Toys showed the uh, final products of the Empire version, I was like without any amount of doubt convinced that they would see this eventually. Um, when you took that figure apart, um, the interior of the mask had all the greebling there uh, for this this figure, basically the 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 reveal portrait. Um, it just wasn't obviously sculpted. Uh, I think that they've done a great job here. I think. Uh, their quarter scale Vader portrait, I think, is probably one of the best that I've seen personally. Uh, the fact that they've been able to carry that into this version, I think it looks fantastic. I think they've done uh, Sebastian Shaw a ton of justice here uh, with the color of the skin, the color of the wounds, color of the eyes. Uh, I think just overall the proportions inside the helmet, I think it looks great. Uh, you do get uh, two different helmets, portraits, I guess, helmet sculpts. Uh, you do get a bunch of hands, including the uh, severed right hand, which really glad they included uh, for a release like this. I think that's a really important accessory. Um, the head does have that greebling detail that I've spoken about. It looks like they've actually touched it up a bit more than it was on the original one, which I think is great to see. Uh, it's also interesting to note in some of these photos, you do have a tease of the Emperor. It's not the first time the Hot Toys has ever included photos of other characters uh, in the um, in their product photos, but with it being the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi and costs skyrocketing for that character, uh, I would not be surprised if Hot Toys um, does a 40th anniversary packaging of that figure, uh, along with the Imperial Guards and the throne. Um, there's the look there at the light-up helmet. Uh, to be completely honest, I, I mean, I think it looks okay. I'm certainly not complaining that they've included it. Uh, but it doesn't really match what we see in the movie at all. Um, and I think it's kind of the weakest part of this figure. Um, you know, but it is what it is. I, I I think only Hasbro has done something like this. And it wasn't executed particularly well either on that uh, that figure. Yeah, it was like a skull inside of a clear yeah. plastic. Yeah. I think that was like a little light up thing, so... I don't know. Uh, speaking of light-ups, you do have the light-up base. The deluxe version does come with the two pedestals for the helmets, which I think is a really nice touch. Um, and the portrait does have the separate rolling eyeballs, which is going to be interesting because I don't really know where you'd put the mechanism. Maybe just the top of the head comes out from this part up. And you can get your little tool in there to adjust it. Um, um, one thing that I would say um, that I don't like... Uh, from someone that's owned all the other Vaders, they are doing the same weird right saber holding gloved hand where it's like at this weird angle and it makes posing it really unfortunate. There's obviously no articulation because the gloves are basically one piece. Um, and I remember with the Empire figure, a lot of the people had issues with the gloves porting in with the preset poses that they gave you. Uh, and so that that's definitely going to be something to look out for. And I think overall, I think the suit, it, it looks really cheap, uh, especially like in this photo here when it's articulated. It just doesn't really look right at the elbows. And given Hot Toys' track record of peeling on these pleather suits, I would not be surprised that uh, these will eventually suffer that same um, 
fate. Uh, there is also some concerns that I have about how they're going to do the batteries on the chest and the belt boxes. Um, I really like the way that Sideshow did them in the past where they incorporated one wire and one switch to activate all three. Um, I want to say at Empire Vader, it's been a while since I've had that figure, but it was three different things you had to activate to get it to work, and it was quite frustrating. Um, but overall, I think this is a good release. I think the prices aren't bad. 300 for the regular, 345 for the deluxe. I don't think this is a make-or-break deluxe version purchase, in my opinion. Um, you know, I just don't think that that light-up head is that cool to justify the price. Uh, and it's nice that they did give us some options here. Uh, Dean, big fan of Vader that you are. What do you think about this? Yeah, um, I think it looks fantastic. I think if you wanted that ultimate Vader in your collection, this is probably it, right? You get the Sebastian uh, Shaw head sculpt. Um, pretty iconic mm -hmm. uh, movie a version of it um yeah. i mean honestly you could pick any vader and you're probably really pretty well off on the vader front yeah uh for me personally i have kind of like my ideal vader in my collection already which i started mm -hmm. with the sideshow exclusive so i already have a sebastian shaw head sculpt it's probably not as good as this is but i don't really display it that way anyway but in terms of if I was going to get another Vader in my collection, I'm probably just going to go with the battle damage one from the Obi-Wan show. So I, I, I don't see any room in my collection for this since I'm going to end up with two Vaders. Um, but again, you could almost pick any Darth Vader and be fine. So I, I think this is pretty solid. It's a, it's a good release. Like you said, the exclusive bit is like, okay. It's a, it's a head sculpt that, or I guess a helmet sculpt that, you know, might be cool for a couple of photos and then like an elaborate stand for the helmets. But I think if you just got the deluxe, I think, or the regular, you're, you're just as good. So, um, solid, not, I'm not over the moon about it. So. Yeah, I'm pretty over the moon about this one, to be honest with you. I, since I've started collecting, I think the Empire Strikes Back Vader is the only one that has released, right? So fairly new to the game overall. And I held off because that one's nice, but it didn't have a ton of display options, right? It was just pretty standard overall. Um, but then with the, excuse me, the uh, Kenobi Vader and then this version, I feel like um, they've given us just so many options, so many display options from the head sculpt um, to bases. Um, hopefully a wired cape on that Kenobi Vader, but I, I don't know. I'm not going to hold my breath. Um, so honestly, I, I think this is just about everything I could have possibly wanted. Um, I love that Hot Toys has given us the ability to display the multiple head sculpts as well. I hope we see more of that. And then also just they're continuing this trend of diorama bases. It, some people that might be throwaway, that's perfectly fine. And I think if you put them behind a deluxe release, that's, you know, even even better because you can choose a more standard option but those diorama bases are just honestly so valuable sometimes in the, in the display like i love messing around with those i'm obviously having zach print me some like you know custom uh, bases because there's just a lack of good diorama bases so overall i think this is a great release release and i'm getting this and the kenobi vader i think they could both really complement one another but i don't know that everyone needs to get two and i'm also afraid of the peeling issues but 
having not had a Vader yet, uh, you know, I guess ignorance is bliss at this point. Um, I've had mine, God, for years. It was like the second six scale figure I ever bought. Mm-hmm. I've and I kept mine in the um, belt hand on belt pose. I've I've never had issues peeling. Um, I feel like if you keep them in like a good temperature, mm-hmm. um, you could also treat them. So they have the yours, plug treatment. Your bodysuit is the sideshow one, right? Yeah. So that's a different material than what Hot Toys uses. Oh, and no. I think the Hot Toys is much more susceptible to peeling. Like Wait. the material that's I'm almost fine. certain it's because you have the you have the sideshow body and the hot toy suit doesn't fit on the side. Yeah, I don't body. think I kept I don't I'm not using the the uh sideshow uh um uh, suit. I switched it. Hmm. The reason that I have concerns just from my own experience, um, I feel like the suit really likes to stick to itself, like long term. Um, and that's that's just my own experience. Um, one thing that's also going to be very interesting to see how they've done is um, the pleating. I feel like on the Empire Strikes Back version, the pleating was kind of weird. Excuse me, on the Rogue One version, the pleating was kind of weird. Um, I'm also seeing the the chain there for the neck, which is really nice. Um, David Prowse complained that the chain was choking him during filming, so they added a nice little chain there. The bottom vent looks great. Should be much, should be that nice large tr- triangle there at the bottom. The only thing that kind of bothers me is I feel like they've not improved the sculpt on the helmet. Uh, any, it's too tall in the cheeks er- cheek areas, um, and it it doesn't quite look right. And I know when I um when I talked about this on the empire version, um, you know, I mentioned that eventually we'd see a, um, like the hot toys, you know, do a sculpt in the helmet type of deal. Um, but even back then, the way that they did it for the empire one was where you had the back of the head and then you could remove the dome and the front of the helmet, or excuse me, just the dome to see that, uh, scarring on the back. But I felt like having that head in there really messed with the proportions of the helmet. They had to make it taller to accommodate that piece. And even though it looks like they're giving you those swap out helmets so that you can display it and not have to worry about the full face being inside the helmet, it doesn't look like they've really changed any of those proportions. And I I, I still have to say, honestly, I think the best sculpt on the market is the quarter scale Vader sculpt. I think that one looks really solid. This doesn't look to me like they just took that and scaled it down. The uh, the head sculpt does, but not the helmet. And I would say still a strong second, um, I, I really have to say, is the Kyoto Vader helmet. I think that is still um, arguably the best six scale Vader sculpt on the market. It's a very expensive model kit from the late 80s. Uh, it's a vinyl model kit, and they're hard to find. Uh, but if you get one, you get it painted up. I think it looks pretty good. So, um, you know, I, I are... do want a Lamborghini, but you know, my Honda Civic does just fine. So, yeah, I mean, this is fine. We're talking about like a level of of like specificity that like probably only I care about. But I do think it's important to note they haven't really improved this portrait, the helmet portrait at all. So, no, that's just putting that out there. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on here. Now, this is this is interesting. Hot Toys C three PO. Uh, this one comes in at 324 and this is the first time that I've seen this in a very long time. Uh, the Vader was July to December, 2024, but on sideshow, they have this one listed as April to September, 2024. Um, and usually when, you know, every time we get a release, 
with that same week, everything is lines up just about at the same time. So this is uh, a little bit interesting. Also important to note, this is listed under diecast line. And I do wish that hot toys was transparent from the gate and informed us like, Hey, this piece, this piece, this piece, and this piece are diecast because without that information, I myself as a collector feel like it's implied that this whole thing should be diecast. I would hate to get this in hand and you find like, oh, it's just the knees and the joints or like, oh, it's, you know, just a few parts of the the character itself. For that I price, think, it better not be. Yeah, I think what they, I want to say it was the Mark 1, the, the remake, where they specified like, hey, these armor pieces are die cast and the rest are plastic. I think it certainly would have been nice if they had uh, gone forward and, and showed us this. Uh, but overall, I think the gold is good. Um, you know, this is Return of the Jedi. He's not spick and spin, uh, you know, bright ultra chrome gold. He's got that kind of weathered uh, gold look uh, from the, the Tatooine scenes and the Endor scenes. Um, I think this looks fantastic. You got the uh, Jawa's little pet there uh, eating his eye out, which I think is a pretty cool little inclusion. Um, I, I think... Being that this is our first three peel, I'm a bit annoyed that the base is very stylized to um, the sail barge. I think it would have been nice if uh, we had some options for this base topper. Uh, but I do maybe like really a sand base with just two footprints. Well, not that, but he's been in a lot of like you know like a nice black you know Death Star base, just something that isn't like incredibly. I don't know. I guess you could say both are very scene specific, but something that is a little bit more Star Wars universe than the very specific Jabba's sail barge. Yeah, but three um, PO doesn't go to the Death Star in Return of the Jedi. I understand that, but I'm saying as this is our only representation to this point, there's a lot of other backgrounds or you know display bases that I would have chosen to uh, to do this. Um, yeah, it also looks like a sticker. Like mm. it's not actually like. You're kind of uh, right. Yeah, it does. Could be, like yeah, it's not. You don't see the the, the dips in it. Yeah, the dimensions. Um, too. I feel like I I did say this, but just in case I haven't, this is the uh, C3PO by Hot Toys. Um, yeah, out. I don't know. I um, I like this a lot. I think, you know, I think that there's, you know, as, as collectors, we've been waiting for, for three PO for a long time, and I want to say, Dean, at one point, um. Did we ever get one from Force Awakens, the red arm version, or was it only teased? Nope. It was teased, it was though, teased. right? Like the it only was like one... the, the neck down, right? Yeah, the only one we've actually gotten for pre-order is Episode Two, which is correct, which is like the not like the very one. <laughs> yeah, the skeletonized one. I don't know. This seems like a very bare bones figure. You get the uh, Salacris Crumb, or however you say his name. Salacious. How dare Salacious. You. Thank you. The uh, the two portraits, a few hands. I don't know. For three twenty four, which is right in the middle of that Vader price point, I I don't see the value here, unless this is all diecast. I think if it's all diecast, you could maybe make the argument. I mean, um, diecast Iron Man are four fifty plus. So yeah, but they have light up parts all over the figure this just has the portrait that needs to line up um yeah. and they also have but way a, more swap up parts and accessories so yeah i can see this it's also a hundred dollars less if not more so if it was 450 they're also right not paying you. for robert downey jr's likeness though true they're not paying which is incredibly expensive yeah. um 
which great great arguments here and now alvin j says how does the sideshow version compare i wonder if it's going to be bargain bin by now i think dean has a sideshow i think it's fantastic it's just way too tall and i would yeah. die on that hill <laughs> it's wicked tall it's also super delicate none of it's die cast it's all plastic yeah. um and the bits on his arm um especially on the the outside of his uh forearm there's just like a little intricate ornate piece it doesn't it's not part of the articulation it's just like a piece there that's incredibly thin on the sideshow one and it, mine broke almost immediately but yeah it's 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 good enough um you know if, if i only have r2 and 3po on the shelf it, it works fine but the second i put other characters on the shelf 3po is way too tall um this is a figure i've been waiting for um i would prefer a new hope 3po which is very chrome um that being said i'll probably just order this one and hope the other one gets released down the line and just sell this one but this is more along the lines of the 3po i've been waiting for mm. um the episode two one where he's all discolored and and dirty and grimy i guess but this to me is you know closer to the iconic 3po um yeah. and you know it's not the the best movie um to to you what? know i would i would have i would have preferred uh if you're gonna do a 3po that's not from a new hope empire is way cooler you have way more you know when he's in pieces you could have done mm. a little chewy backpack something. that's coming that's coming eventually dean well now Hopefully. that they have the mold though you got to think they're going to do episode three where he's fucking blinged out they're going to do episode four episode five they're going to yeah, make this motherfucker i i would hope right 3po is one of those characters that you know has very different looks throughout the the trilogy or the the series um but it's like a swap out eye like i guess you could have even put in a wookie or a, an ewok bench for this guy you know like something else other than a popped out eyeball you know what i mean like he goes to indoor you could have done like little uh again like you have the the molds for stormtroopers heads on sticks like you could have done that on the base like something that makes it you know a little more exciting than a popped out eyeball so but yeah again this is a character i've been waiting for for a long time so i'm happy to see it anyway yeah so so zach in terms of what you were asking for like okay this piece this piece is die cast you know this kind of goes back to the consistency that we want we know we did they did that with the mark one die cast right the iron man uh they said okay these are all the specific pieces that are die cast would have been really cool to see that on this and the the previous 3PO um, release. So I'm just going to assume that it's all die cast minus maybe the hands and yeah. a few other select parts um, because they haven't communicated that. So if, if that's not the case, obviously we're not going to be very happy, but um, I'm, I'm thrilled with this release as well. I'm, I'm drinking the uh, the Kool-Aid for sure. Um, I think that they've come out of the gate. Hot Toys has kind of swinging with Return of the Jedi. We don't know how much further they're going to go, but you could assume that it's going to get pretty spendy pretty quick because I, I had to go snag this one up too. I'm already getting R2 from um, Attack of the Clones. I think, you know, I'm not super specific about which versions need to pair together. So I think those two will look great um, with one another. I'm with Dean, though. You know, a New Hope version would have 
been my preference a little less weathered but i think this is going to do the trick love this lacious crumb edition love the popped out eye i know you both are underwhelmed by that i think it's kind of like a cool edition it is on the pricier side but again if it's all die casts and i think we're good to go so yeah i'm pretty pretty impressed with this release one last thing i will say though i don't love how he looks with the lights turned off in his eyes i wish that yeah. there was a bit more um yeah, another option besides having to have it plugged in or turned on for it to just look alive. Um, that's going to be disappointing to have it on the shelf and look a little bit dead. I wonder, so these are swappable face plates. So um, the we'll get to Doc's comment because I think it's a great comment here. Um, I wonder, like with Iron Man figures, what I used to do, you know, when I would collect them is you could put like a piece of white paper behind the um, behind the eye and uh, it would kind of look like it was on. I wonder if that's possible when the faceplates are removed, if there's the LED behind that. Um, so that would be interesting to see. Um, I also wonder um, if this is possible, because I know a lot of people did this with the Beskar, if you're going to find people that take that mineral spirits, clean the whole weathering off, and, you know, kind of customize their own, you know, episode three or, uh, you know, beginning of A New Hope, 3PO, where he's nice and nice and chrome not chrome but you know very shiny um i i certainly think people would do that after uh finding out that that weathering can be removed uh doc smizzle makes a great point here uh, i'm more concerned that no one has mentioned the arm pieces are swapped the smooth side of the bicep should be on the inside of the arm and the outside has the detail facing forward i am not a 3po guy so i going to i'm going to cede to your judgment there but yeah if that is the case that's uh certainly concerning um dean are you uh are you a 3po expert that you might be able to confirm or deny this uh i am not an expert on his armor i just it's looking up yeah i'm looking it up right now i don't really it's hard to know what's like as it rotates. Like, I don't know if it, I don't know. I would say from the images that I'm seeing doc, you are correct, but yeah, it's hard to know what's like a, sometimes it's like, what's a toy. What's a statue. It's a stock photo. What's yeah. screen used. Um, but yeah, it's um, the only thing I would say Zach about removing the, the, weathering and stuff via mineral spirits to have a different look um you might polish off the paint and get down to the die cast yeah except you know from a new hope to empire or to return of the jedi the wires in his midsection are wildly different so it would i mean if you're like a stickler for that kind of stuff it would look odd you know like oh it's a shiny chrome i, I would say PO, and it's like but it's the wires are wrong I would and say if you're already counter... talking about smooth arms, you know, someone's going to point it out. I would say the counterpoint to that would be like Mando's armor isn't that Merichrome either. So I think, I mean, you and I both know, right? There's anything that shows up on screen for two seconds and it's like everyone's racing to be the first one to like have that thing. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. you know that someone's going to do it. Like, but I would warn you though, as someone that has painted a lot of things for a lot of people, Diecast metal does not take paint as well as plastic. So when you're rubbing that shit off with mineral spirits, which I've heard is quite the task, I wouldn't be surprised if you rub off that that gold or that chrome and we'll get let to the Nanny go first. Cast. 
This is a smart <laughs> yeah, move. Yeah, let Manny do it. Poor guy. I love that guy. Um, this is pretty cool. So um, this is the iconic Ken from uh, Street Fighter Five, the Champion Edition. Uh, this one comes in at two eighty nine, releasing Q four two thousand twenty three to Q one two thousand twenty four. Bit surprised there by that Q um, four release date, uh, but I do know that Andy from uh, Iconic Studios did a like a two hour interview with Ian and Pete last Thursday. We re aired it Thursday night. But if you want to hear more about this figure and more about the um, things that this company has gone through and what they're working towards uh, this year and last year. Uh, definitely check that out. Zach, a quick point of clarity on the Q4 of this year. So that was from Iconic's website. On Sideshow, it actually doesn't list Q4 this year. It's Q earliest is Q1 next year. So I can imagine sure, okay. we're not seeing this this thing here um, uh, for a while. Whoever put that in the show sheet is fired. Um, it's on their uh, website, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Depends I where see. you ordered from. Yeah. Depends where you ordered it from. So... Um, yeah, I, I think that the Ryu um, is certainly in the conversation as being one of the better figures released late last year to this year. Um, I I think that they've managed to do something really special with that figure, with the body that they've developed from the ground up, the paintwork, the quality, um, the presentation. Uh, I, I am genuinely very excited to see... Um, kind of what this figure has to offer if it'll be more on the same or maybe there's some things that they've learned that they're going to apply to this uh but yeah this this is this is going to be neat i i'm not personally um you know interested in this but certainly those that that picked up the rio this seems like a must-have um shelf mate for that character you do get some fire accessories uh you do get the interchangeable head sculpts and hairstyles which i think all look very good um the yellow is very yellow, but also looking at the character, like I think that's the only way that you could do it, you know, bringing it into like a three-dimensional product that people have to hold in their hands. And as someone that paints, that's a struggle that I always have with with yellow-haired characters. Um, but yeah, this 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 looks fantastic. Um, I'm I'm excited for this. I'm excited to see how deep they go into this line. I know Andy said that you know this certainly isn't the end of what they're doing. Um, and so yeah, if you're if you're even remotely interested in Street Fighter. I think the time is now, one, to get this, two, to try to track down Ryu, because they've said many times they are not reissuing figures. They may make variations of characters, but if you're after these iconic looks of these iconic characters for this franchise, um, yeah, this is this seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah, uh, Ken and Ryu are homies. You know, they're, they, they train together, they grow up together. And... Oh, yeah? Then why do they fight every time? Because they want to make each other better. There you go. But yeah, there you I don't think you can have Ryu without Ken. Like it's just like peanut butter and jelly, you know what I mean? Like you just can't. It's impossible. So I love seeing this um yeah, it's it's a solid release um or a solicitation, I guess it's not released, but um yeah in terms of the ken or the ryu i think it's contender for figure of the year um it came out this year eh? this year by, yeah. by our definition um it came out uh late enough last year that it missed the nomination cycle so it is valid okay. for this year's awards yeah and then it didn't really um, hit full retail release in the u.s until like you know february so yes it's okay, yeah. eligible um so i I don't see why this Ken would be any different. I think like Zach said, if 
you're even remotely interested in these go ahead and pre-order it now so yeah pretty solid uh marco you have the ryu yeah i have the ryu love it honestly like really really happy to number one both um you know support iconic and also just the way the figure came out just overall just a, a win um all around but i was like all right do i need this ken like do i really need it um, I was more of a Ryu guy anyways, uh, growing up. And I was like, the preview that they showed, it had the long hair. And I was like, ah, I don't know that I like that look. That's not really the Ken that I grew up with. Um, but the fact that they've given us multiple options kind of made it a no-brainer for me, right? I think I, I went and tracked it down at a really good price. Um, and so, yeah, I just I had to have it, I think, to pair. Um, but I, I think someone else, let's see, um, someone else just said they don't need another line to collect. That's what's kind of scary because you know they're going to be coming out with Chun-Li with... I don't know, maybe bison, uh, all, all types of, there you go. Right. So, yeah. um, I guess Vega, depends on, there that's, you go. that's why I didn't pick this, pick up the Ryu. Cause I was like, I'm not going to get, it's why I don't have like Lord of the Rings figures. Like I just don't want to jump down that rabbit hole. Yeah. The Ryu is just about gone too. I think he's still at one six kit and I know we'll get there in just a sec, um, in terms of the promo codes, but yeah, it's just about gone. So I think, uh, I think you're right. If you're going to pair these two together now is kind of the time. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, the chat is saying it's Ryu, not Ryu. Uh, Cram says, I'm guessing Akuma or Chun-Li next. <laughs> Ryu. Yeah. I always say oh, Ryu. Ryu. We That's all grew up saying Ryu, right? That's hearsay. Um, Let's uh, move on here. The Ancient by Toys Era. This is uh, Q3 2023, uh, $200 price point. Now, um, a lot of people complain that, one, her arms are too long, and, two, that they're um, jointed arms, which I think these are just terrible. Like, I'm I'm all about jointed arms, but you got to do better than this. Uh, but on 1-6 Kit, on their pre-order, it says that as a pre-order bonus, they're including uh, a pair of seamless arms, which I'm like 99% sure that just means that they're also including a pair of seamless arms for everyone because yeah. logistically it would be a nightmare to like only ship a certain batch to kit only and only those that actually pre-order together they're just going to be with everybody's yeah um, on um giant toy they updated it to it's including seamless arms yeah so this is uh dana i don't know anything about this character so that's yeah, as so much this... information as i can provide <laughs> to the people yeah so this is eris or Aerith if you're a noob uh, from Final Fantasy Targaryen? Remake? No, it's not Targaryen. How dare you? Um, yeah, and this figure looks fucking fantastic. Coming out of left field from Toys Era, um, I don't think anyone saw this coming. Um, but Eris is one of those figures that, you know, Game Toys has already made Cloud and Sephiroth, and Eris is right up there with them, so... To see another company tackling it, uh, you know, I I love to see it, and this um, uh, prototype looks pretty fucking fantastic. I would say it looks right pretty spot on to the game for sure. Yeah, pretty up there with with uh, game toys. Uh, there's a lot of third party kits out there. Not that this isn't third party, but they're just not very good. <laughs> it's just like if you're desperate to have Eris on the shelf. You know those are out there but to wait for this i yeah i'm pre-ordering this immediately um ordering it from our local guy here in town um but yeah this honestly is fantastic 
Yeah, this is not a character that I, you know, care too much for. I'm not far enough yet, Dean. I know I've let you down. I'm not far enough yet in the remake to really see how like her character really plays out in the overall story. So yeah. when I get there, maybe I'll care. But I, but knowing what the character looks like in the game, pretty damn spot on. So hopefully they uh, continue this line. Yeah, I would say, man, it's hard because remake is okay, but I don't think you're really going to appreciate Eris until you get to the end of the game, seeing what, whichever direction they take it. But in the original mm. game, I mean, she's just so fucking amazing. I love Eris. Nice. Congratulations. And Dean, they also um, uh, showed this here. So uh, they said that you can join their Facebook group for discussion on these. We have uh, four of these characters. So you want to go and shout those out and tell, tell us what you're excited for yeah so so they they show this heiress um you know put it up for pre-order and then in a discussion on their facebook group they showed the figure of heiress and then they also showed tiffa cloud Severoth, and barrett in a size chart so it's like are they teasing these characters as potential figures are they just showing how tall she would be next to them which makes zero sense like okay like if they weren't figure teases why would they include this so i think it's real exciting um i have the game toys cloud but i'm also one of those guys who will buy every version of cloud um and pretty much every character from this video game so if they release every one of these i'm all for it is there a one six spirit no uh i think one was teased i don't think it's come out yet mm. and i know there's like a 12 scale one that came out but got it he'd, he'd yeah. be terrific in one six like oh, look, you look at the size incredible. it'd be massive yeah. too but yeah because the game toy Sephiroth is huge uh because i think the cloud is just a little over 12 inches tall which is way too fucking tall for cloud clouds only canonically like five six or something i don't know what this equates to but on 173 centimeters but in the original game he's not very tall maybe he's 5'8 that's um, like 170 centimeters more than you really need to so <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah honestly 100 <laughs> percent. um so the sephiroth is even taller so the bear would be even bigger than that so it's i would love to see it, all of these characters wow very cool so dean's excited um, and I'll tell you what I'm excited about, Dean. It's one six kit. You can save ten dollars off your first purchase on one six kit using code CW one zero. Again, that's CW one zero for ten dollars off that your Ryu. first purchase uh, on one six kit. Yeah, get that Ryu. Get ten dollars off. Don't pay the scalper prices. Uh, also, shout out to Off the Racks Collectibles. You can get fifteen dollars off your hundred dollar purchase as many times as you want with code CW. The discount is taken on the. Um, the if you're doing a pre-order it's on the final payment and if you're doing it in stock it's right away so uh shout out to both these gents for taking care of our cw listeners um let's talk about celebration 2023 it was this past weekend we were uh fortunate enough to be able to send ian and pete to celebration thanks to the people that you know join the patreon sign up for our memberships do the super chats we were able to uh send them out and have a good time uh on saturday for celebration um and they will be doing a full celebration stream on Thursday. They're doing a special episode uh, with Shane Figure Focus. 
So we're not really trying to uh, up end their show, but you know, we do got to talk about it. And so we each picked one thing or some things that we thought were the most exciting things. We're going to share those with you guys today. Small talk is also on Thursdays. So you'll get plenty more of the smaller scale stuff. And so uh, we'll jump the gun on them just a little bit as well. But uh, for more detailed stuff, definitely be sure to check out those other programs. Uh, so for me, the most exciting thing of celebration was the N1 TVC. Um, this, this thing is fucking awesome. And these are photos from Chris, uh, vintage viewport. Uh, so I hope that he's cool that I'm using them. Um, but I, I genuinely, uh, this is the second vehicle that I've ever had the chance to get for TVC. Obviously I missed out on the razor crest. I had to pay like Buku money for it on the aftermarket. I think I paid like two and a half retail on that. And I, I still felt like I did pretty good for myself. Um, but yeah, so I was absolutely not going to miss the chance to get my first uh, new release vehicle that I actually care about um, from like at retail. Uh, this one's $131 releasing in December 2023. And they honestly thought of everything. Like I'm going to pull up the video here in a second uh, for us to watch. But if you really look at this um, outside of the paint, which I think is certainly lacking, they they really like jam packed this thing full of cool shit. So here's a look at the kind of the sample of what we would get. Um, you know, it's kind of weird because they did a lot of paintwork on the body, and then the engines on the side. They're like, yeah, fuck it, we'll just do uh, shiny swirly plastic, and that's kind of weird. But man, the cockpit with the detailing, Grogu's seat, the carded Mandalorian, uh, this sold out. I, I didn't witness this myself because I was about 20 minutes late to the pre-order. But I, I've seen some people mention it sold out in about five minutes on Hasbro Pulse. And um, I believe on Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth, um, it's still available for a pre-order. Um, but yeah, this this is certainly something that if you're even like remotely interested in, I would get this ASAP. Because a lot of these websites you can pre-order without paying any money down. And that way you can secure your copy. You have a few, you know, any amount of time to think about it. And then cancel if you truly don't want it. But man, they they've done a lot of really cool things here. Uh, it looks like this chassis is built off of like I think it's called the Hero Series, um, Hero Scale uh, N one from um, the Phantom Menace. I think that released like in 20, 2015, I want to say. It looks like they're using the same chassis because it has some of the same functions where the basically like the entire back half of the ship flips forward to access the cockpit. Uh, but let's pull up this video here. Yeah, I will get to that comment in one second. Um, actually, Dean, do you want to go and read that for me real quick while I'm pulling this video up? Yeah, Alvin J says, can I request that you talk about the new Micro Galaxy Squadron reveals on Smalltalk? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, Dean, if you can, can you, can you just message Sean that, like a screenshot of that? Um, I, we, do, um, we do want to talk about it. And I know Ian and Pete actually got us supposedly some contact information was exchanged. I haven't got an email yet, but we're supposedly going to be in contact with galaxy squadron people for an interview at some point. Um, don't quote me on that. Cause like I said, I haven't seen anything myself. Uh, but when I do a, um, a breakdown with the NMP, we'll, we'll figure out what the deal with that is. But I actually just opened up my first keeper galaxy squadron yesterday. I had one in the past. I returned it cause I was unhappy with it. But I, I picked up the second version of the Razor Crest, and honestly, of all the things I've unboxed this year, it was probably one of the most fun unboxings that I had. So uh, here's a look at the M1 
let's not get claimed for that. We'll kind of fast <laughs> too forward late, a bit. Too late. Too late. Too iconic Wars already. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. When does the music end? Obviously, Man, I feel so little. It is small. It's got so many features and so many It looks details. huge to me, honestly. Like, way more than you really want. You can... Yeah, if you look um, at the picture of me holding the one that I have, which is like 24 inches long... Um, Chris estimated this to be about 17, so it's See, about 17 inches. Little engine bits and hoses, smaller. all sorts of things going on there. Details inside the body of the ship. Um, it does stuff like we wanted to, well, wanting to recreate all the scenes from the show. All these different pieces come off, so you can pull off things like this, like the little the engine. The paint looks less flat than side. I expected too. Also, it's like we want to show you guys what this thing did in the show, and you like does something that never happened in the show. But you can recreate scenes like okay. that. Uh, it comes with two figures. It comes with Mando on a card back and Grogu. Which is fantastic. Also kind of odd that Grogu's not in the card back. But... So he's up here tapping on the glass with his little shift knob. We've got sliding canopy. So when you have Mando in there, you can pose it out like in the show. We've got this whole thing opens up. So it's real easy to get oh, down in there okay. and pose the figure inside. Yeah. I was really you... disappointed it didn't slide open. I was like, that's stupid. But while you're but down here, do both. Yeah. But Dean, like cool. this shit, like literally, I was at Subway. This is only like a three minute video. I was at Subway going crazy. I was eating my lunch and I was like, oh shit, it does that. It does that. It does that too. This First time like, anyone's ever been excited at a Subway too. So. How dare you? So back here in the back you don't get excited top. by six inches, Marco? <laughs> There's a little no, just to uh, not mediocre bag. sandwiches for sure. Uh, his Beskar spear, his vibro knife. So weapon storage. Love that. See, what else do we have? Oh, we even put in a space for his uh, his rifle. This figure doesn't come with one, but if you've got one from a previous purchase, there's even a spot to store that in there. Love that. So, Why doesn't it come like with that. the rifle? The rifle oh, gets doesn't... blown up. The rifle gets yeah, blown up with the ship. Close that up. Yeah, the right. Razor Crest. Another oh, little feature this fan. thing has. Obviously, it's on the stand, but there's a. There's a I mean, pivot on the you include a fucking so space for the rifle, but any orientation you want. Never. Okay. To it. be to be fair, this one comes with the pistol, the Beskar. Uh, stabby knife thing and then the dark saber which is more than any of the other mandos that come with nice to this point i know but if you're gonna make but a point to include the rifle off slot off just put stamp. the fucking rifle in the box I mean, you're not wrong you're already asking too much for <laughs> look it gets a here. second stand then, too wow rest it there so it's, oh, it's like it just man, landed in this Dean. park there so when you stand a figure next to it it's the right clean. little parked hovering attitude it's crispy other little details this uh this piece here on the top pops off so you can you can recreate mando carrying that piece around engine comes off to We've paint got that these, baby uh, little cones on the back of the engines come off so if you've got a few old pit droids laying around you can have them carrying that helping you out bringing that how in. do you think this We've is going to look next parts. to the razor crest We've you think it'll be out of place at all or i think it's a good companion piece i'm excited i'm honestly excited i'm i mean i don't know which i'm going to display but i ordered tail two of these. comes off back here nice check this shit out Dean. inside comes with this little piece you saw the jawas deliver that remember so that thing that they used to hold the nice desk open New nice. I was like, bro, they have inside. everything. Uh, um, what else do we have going on? The only thing I think it could have came with was little thruster effects for the the engine and the bottom engine, but honestly, yeah. like, incredibly oh, nitpicky. So much. My brain's hurt. Little cockpit bubble. Cockpit. Oh, okay, hang on. This is the coolest part here. Um, well, so Grogu, he's sitting in his little cockpit bubble cockpit back here, so you can get him out. A quick little look at. Grogu Comes with a little there. knob in his hand. New Grogu with the little knob going on. And if we take the bottom of Grogu's little cockpit seat and pop that out, we can put in a different one back there. 
Bro. And that is compatible with our build a droid droid Bro. head. So you can I'm telling you, they thought of fucking everything. I, really I was about stuff. to say, if this shit comes with a fucking R5 head, I'm going to fucking shit. That's the ass. only thing that it didn't come with, but, bro. Um, okay, so they're, I they're... just pre-ordered on BBTS. Nice. <laughs> uh, Sean says, I pre-ordered on Amazon as soon as it went through. Uh, Hugh, if you pre-order on Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth, they don't, um, they don't charge you until it ships. I can't confirm on Amazon. I feel like I've had It's the mixed... same way on Amazon. Okay, They've charged me for one pre-order in the past right away, and it was really annoying. I had to call them to get them to like really. What it. the heck? But uh, it was like two years ago, so I just don't ever pre-order on Amazon anymore. But yeah, definitely, uh, if you're even remotely interested, I would try to get those orders in because um, that that's just fucking awesome. In terms of having it next to the Razor Crest, I think it's. I think it's too like underscaled. I think it's gonna look funny, but I guess the Razor but Crest is underscaled. The Razor Crest is very underscaled, Dean, because the the accurate N one that I have, the scale, it's almost as long as the Razor Crest. It looks very weird next to it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they've scaled um, it all down. It, it kind of made the Razor Crest as big as it probably could be. Any the bigger big would have been ludicrous. Yeah. And look at this. They even have the the dials. Now, the first thing I'm going to do is repaint and weather this whole cockpit, and then print out like the little diagrams that go in each of these little circles so that'll be a fun thing to do but man just all the love and attention that they showed to this release it is a bit expensive you know one 132 but it's coming around christmas time you know i'm gonna have one of these bad boys hopefully under the tree and i'm extremely excited uh to get this in hand um i do wish that they had painted this a lot better to match the razor crest because the Razor Crest is all painted pretty much. Like it's painted and weathered and it's beautiful. And a lot of this is just bare plastic with decals on it. Um, so we'll see. It would be even nice if the decals came not pre-applied. So you could just paint it and then slap the decals on when you're done. So you're pretty that, stoked that this is not a HasLab product though, like, like they could have fantastic. done. Fantastic. I'm, well, it's mixed, right? Because, you know, one, one thirty one. You know, if this was a Haslab, I, I think the minimum that I I think we'd see this is 150 to 200. Um, but if you think about what they would do with the Haslab, I think the only things that they could do, like they would give you the base ship first and then do the tiers. I think the only thing that is not in this package, like Dean said, is R5, right? Mm -hmm. They gave you the two different capsules. They gave you the droid seat. They gave you weapon stores. They gave you a carded figure, which is what they normally do. Maybe Grogu on a carded figure as well. Those would really they probably be would have done a carded Pelly in the droids as well, or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe like a pit droid or something. Um, it comes with a stand. It, now, now I do think it will display re really nicely with the um, the Razor Crest because the base that it's on, not a perfect match, but is certainly styled in the same. Or actually, that's what made me well, ask. It is the, the question. same. It is okay. So the Mandalorian, okay. yeah, it is actually the same style. Because so, like, yeah, it no, seems I, like it's being designed to be put kind yeah. of side by side because it's that black with the with the acrylic. yeah with that with that kind of like winged acrylic design yeah no okay mm -hmm. so then this should display really well and i like it right because not everyone has the the space to display this in every orientation so the fact that you can kind of cant it just a little bit to you know maybe maximize a potential display or tilt it up or down uh if you have it high you can tilt it down or if you have it low you can tilt it up i just i really genuinely think that they thought of a lot of stuff that you know even a lot of the the stl makers don't don't or haven't thought of um yeah, Vintage Rebellion says you're absolutely going to get a single-carded R5 whose head will fit on there. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I, that's I, the only thing I'm kind of disappointed in. 
is that it doesn't if, have the R5. If it, it doesn't have the R5, but they already knew to include a swap out port for it. Does that make I sense? Mean, yeah, I mean, it could be like Vintage said that it's a um, like a standalone card that that gets released. I know, but it's should we have already... to spend an extra thirteen dollars? No, but I will say and one you know thing it's that it's not going to be thirteen bucks by the time it comes out. It's going to be fucking twenty dollars. One thing also that I will say that I Raising do like about this, this is there's not like a gimmicky effect, right? And earlier someone was like, oh, well, You're TVC not do wrong. that. But TVC does do some gimmicky shit. Um, the TIE Fighter TVC, it has like this explosion feature where the wings will just like jettison off. That's long term display. A TIE I know, but I'm saying like this doesn't have like some goofy missiles in the front blasters or like, you know, something very obvious that makes it look toy like. I think they've done a very, very good job. And even like that little metal rod thing that that uh, goes in the back, which, you know, just kind of plugs into nothing. Yeah, you'll never see it. It's just like they didn't have to do that. It, it probably added nothing to the cost of it. As a collector, you're like, damn, like they they did but that, right? It adds like, nothing to the cost, but they're going to charge you for it. Well, I mean, I don't know what the breakdown is, but <laughs> I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah, I feel like it's a reasonable price. Yeah. It's not. I was bad. thinking it's this would really be about two hundred bucks. And so, so that's that's what excited me the most. I'm going to talk about this more on Small Talk on Thursday. Um, so Sean and and Chris will will get into that. Um, now, Dean, you were excited for Visions Volume Two. Now, Visions Volume One. Not particularly well received by the Star Wars community. I think there was like a few episodes that were pretty okay, but um, I never really got into it. I didn't particularly love it, but I'm curious. Um, tell me, what are you? What are we thinking on this one? Um, yeah, the only reason I'm remotely excited about this is because these are unrelated Star Wars stories that aren't canon and don't matter. So if they fuck it up, who cares? <laughs> Dean's tongue, five dollars. Dean, can we see a little tongue for five dollars? Whoa! Upada tibada. Wow! I just saved myself hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> anyway, yeah. If they fuck up Star Wars Visions, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Because they fuck up everything else. So it's like, hey, we're gonna do fucking Ahsoka. I have no faith that you're gonna do that remotely well um hey we're gonna do whatever it is that they're gonna do i have zero faith so this if they fuck it up who cares it's not they're not ruining anything um yeah star wars visions the first one was like you said a few of them are pretty good i would say maybe like 40 percent of them were are watchable um uh the whole point of star wars visions was to get um, Japanese studios and artists involved in the Star Wars community. This season is like, I think like two of them might be anime, um, but it, it's it's whatever. Um, I'm still excited for it. It, lo- it looks fun enough, you know. A quick, easy, you know, I, it's like 10 or 11 episodes that are, you know, five to ten minutes cool it's fun fast content um so yeah that's like the only thing i was like oh okay cool everything else they announced i was like oh god 
really like, like legitimate dread in my heart so <laughs> such a bummer to hear man you don't see the uh, rain movie <laughs> yeah i'm fucking i'm already lining up at the fucking theater for that one wow that's a bit early um now uh Marco, what? Tell me what you were excited about. Yeah, so I guess I could categorize this as like Star Wars going back to movies, right? So you mentioned the Ray film, so I'm excited for that. Honestly, I think it could be a cool vehicle to continue Grogu's story after we see, you know, Dave Filoni's um, Avenger-style Mandalorian universe uh, film that's going to be coming out. And then the one that I'm most excited for is the uh, Dawn of the Jedi era, which is. Because we've been saying, stop playing in the same sandbox. Like, go way further back. Let's get some distance from the characters that we know. Um, and so, yeah, James Mangold only makes bangers, pretty much. I right? did uh, Logan, Ford versus Ferrari, doing the new indie. So for him to be involved, now let's see if that project actually comes to fruition. Obviously, uh, Kathy Kennedy's notorious for announcing these and canceling them. But if she's really on her way out, it seems like they've you know, set a good foundation here. So I love this visual timeline. It's like, hey, we're going to expand the bounds of the stories we're telling, but then also give you stuff, in, you know, the kind of the, the timelines that you still love. So this uh, this is really well done here, and I'm hoping that they've actually got a plan finally and can redeem the sequel era, era uh, films as well. Look at that. Blue Beetle became a member. Thanks, Carlos. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just... Looking at that recap, I'm just like, cool. Like, the one nugget for me was Mando, and I feel like this season's just not been great. And then, you know, the whole bringing back Ray for potentially a new trilogy is just like, uh. All it's going to take is a great film to get everyone excited again, right? Like, let's say a Rogue One style that has yeah, the same like, fanfare. Like, that trilogy was so bad that like literally everything that they've been doing since then is trying to like justify its existence. Like every show now is like, you know, forget what the show was supposed to be about. Let's try to like get us to point B. And it, it's just like, I don't need any more of that. And like, if you fuck it up more then then we're gonna have to get more years of content to explain the new content that it's just like, bro, just, that's why, that's why I had it rest. That's why I had such a huge problem with the Ahsoka trailer. Because I, I like, couldn't even oh, it. Thrawn is back, the new heir to the Empire. It's like, okay, but we already know where that goes. He's nowhere to be seen in the sequel trilogy. So, really, who gives a shit? And then at the end, there's like, she's like, oh, the Jedi are gone. And then the droid is like, well, maybe it's time to start again. It's like, okay, but she doesn't. We already know she doesn't. <laughs> because the Jedi Order doesn't exist in the sequel trilogy and Luke is fucking off somewhere on an island. Like, we already know where the fuck this shit goes and it's not good. So why the fuck am I going to get all fucking glossy-eyed over it? And, and it's like, oh, you're going to sit. They're not. They're <laughs> Like Zach said, everything they do is to convince you that the sequel trilogy wasn't a fucking horrible mistake. And it is. <laughs> Like it just is, um, so yeah. I'm ev uh, everything about celebration was a fucking dumpster fire. I was like, okay, like how am I supposed to get excited about any of this shit? I get you've been burnt before, but I think that there's I think there's hope on the horizon, at least for me. 
Well, okay, so that's another thing is when they were talking about the Dave Filoni thing, it was like, oh, he's going to combine all these shows into a movie and it's going to like alter the timeline or something. They mentioned the timeline shift or some bullshit. Yeah, and I'm then not, sure immediately they were like, oh, a new Ray movie is coming out. I was like, well, then what the fuck are we doing here? The, yeah. it, it's so fucking bizarre. I, the Filoni I, one could be really cool, but that's a tall task, right? For someone who's inexperienced, obviously they've got a lot of resources, but to take TV continuity and put it into a really coherent film is going to be really tough. But if they pull that off, I guarantee you everyone will be back on board. I mean, you have... You have instances that we've already seen. Um, what is it, Zach? The world, uh, the world between worlds, world or the world within worlds. worlds, or something like that. Yeah, where it's like the the a force dimension, and you can this is their time access. travel, basically, right? It's it's, it's very sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like maybe they can implement that, but in Rebels. They needed like this specific Sith temple artifact thing to even get there, and that's been destroyed. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe they pull it off, but I have fucking zero faith that it's going to happen. So, I get that. It's, they they got to prove it to all of us, right? That, that yeah, they can and then it's like, it okay, so not only is Star Wars already pretty confusing on. Well, when does this take place? What which movie is technically first? What what year did this take place? Now we're gonna have two fucking timelines because you're still continuing the race shit. So like, what the? F- I- they've got to be visually distinct enough. Like, yeah, they, they've got to do a better job defining these eras. But it's also like sure. even within their own timelines, right? Like the Mandoverse, they're like, oh, by the way, it's actually been two years since that happened and you're like motherfucker what <laughs> yeah, yeah they're like oh grogu was luke for two years yeah. and then they immediately backtracked on that and they're like oh well, no it's it's anywhere from zero to one year and it's like so less than a year it's a fucking mess they again like that's why the sequel trilogy was so bad they had zero fucking clue and plan where they were going i agree with you there i agree with you there i did like two out of the three films but you're right they had no fucking plan was the issue i can live with palpatine coming back because palpatine came back in the expanded universe in the original books um but like set that shit up way before you even it's like oh palpatine's here somehow yeah (laughs) Yeah, like hello and then tying him to somehow Ray, yeah. that's your that's it somehow yeah. palpatine return is like okay you set up all this shit okay i'm gonna go on a fucking tangent here so i'm gonna stop right here but like you get what i'm saying like yeah maybe they pull it off we'll see they got a they got a large hill to climb with a lot of uh star wars fans for sure i just gotta say i saw this goofy ass Thrawn leaked image and it gave Bro. me no I was like that's motherfucking Elon Musk goofy ass. you know what's really fucking <laughs> I, goofy does anybody else see the pregnant Ray thing okay that I haven't been able to confirm I don't think okay that well, the movie that takes place 15 years later so I doubt it took her 15 years to get knocked up everyone chill the fuck out 
That's so stupid. Big ol' friend says one pee pee touch for Dean for making a good point. Hey, thanks. Uh, Blue Beetle says, I apologize if this is totally off track, but is Dean getting the entire Final Fantasy VII lineup? If they release the entire lineup, yes. Well, there's that. Yes. Uh, let's um, let's get back here. Uh, where are my slides at? Here we go. The hot seat. Let's let's just have a fun hot seat because a little bit of an intimate. Um, a little bit of an intimate panel here tonight. I want to see you on the hot seat. Come on. Oh, I made the hot seat, my friend. We'll, we'll all participate tonight. Here's what I want you to do. Marco or Dean, who would like to go first? I'll go first. There you go. All right, so I've seen a lot of these like Barbie meme images, and I genuinely tried to make them for us, but it was like not going to happen. Uh, Marco, you look horrifying as a cartoon, by the way. Um, and so <laughs> Not chalked, just all big eyebrows. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, so, I'm sorry. Dean's going first or Marco's going first? I'll go first. Okay, Dean, pick one of your panel members and name three accessories that their Barbie slash Hot Toys would come with. Oh, okay. And then whoever you pick will go and we'll do like a... Let me have Ben Thomas, please. <laughs> well, no, no. Uh, just us. Because obviously if we do Ben, then this, the, the thing ends. Got it. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to pick... Um... Well, this is tough. This is a real tough. I guess I gotta. And, and you get one point for each, like that. I think is funny. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Zach. Um, All right. Three accessories. Yeah, three accessories. Oh man. Okay, I would pick. Dashing would, good looks. Yes. I would pick a wizard staff. Okay, I love it. One because you love Gandalf, and two because you are Ozol, so a yes. wizard staff. You don't actually carry one around, but I think that'd be nice. I carry a block um, around, but yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, a couple pistols. <laughs> uh, a couple of pistols would be cool. Uh, um, John Moran, I think, is what you're talking about. And then maybe like um, like a like an airbrush or like a like a maybe like um like a hobby kit you know like a okay have, have okay. you ever seen um the professional leon the professional um where he has the box and it opens up as a bunch of guns but you know you would be like paints and airbrushes yeah and yeah shit. or a bunch yeah. of guns too i mean about that life yeah that's why i said uh, a wizard yeah. staff some pistols <laughs> and a, a hobby box i give you i give you all three points dean three points for dean Let's see. Let me go to my my little thing here. Dean with five points. We'll scroll that around the bottom. Uh, so for me, picking Marco, let's see. Of course, it would come with a one-six scale pancake because why wouldn't it? Had to do it. Uh, it would come with a NECA VHS Turtles box with the slightest <laughs> crease printed into the top left corner of the box. Way too soon. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Okay, so Marco's like a pretty skinny dude, right? He says he's not, but he really is. I've never seen a human being eat as much in one day, nay, one weekend as I have seen Marco ever. Like, I mean, it. I, I mean, I was like, away. "Where is this going?" It was like a black hole. <laughs> so it would just be like a like a huge Coming like a twelve pack of food. Yeah, he was sending faxes to Cleveland, so fax machine too. So those are my three things. So Marco, for Dean, what would what would Dean's accessories be this if, is easy if Dean had a figure easy easy and apologies there's a dog barking over here so things may get crazy but it would have to come with a sweet tea 
One hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. When Dean's late, he's like, "I'm yeah. getting a sweet tea." It's like, bro, exactly. where, what do you mean you're getting a sweet tea? Like you're going to get one? You just have the tea? Yeah, I keep a gallon at home. That's right. Of course, <laughs> absolutely non-negotiable with the sweet tea. Um, a copy of so so this is a double, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat here. A copy of Elden Ring and then also a PS5 controller, right? Like, come on, have to, has to come with that because the guy stays on Elden Ring. Oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> I, I'm still flying it So I was going to say, I was going to say a deluxe edition, big-ass lifted truck, but it might be a little too intense. So I'm going <laughs> to it's less intense, but actually more intense. It's gonna, It's got to come with a shoddy. We know we know there our guy go. Dean loves the <laughs> loves the shoddy. So is, is the one that you have, the one that you got recently, is it a vintage shotgun as well? No, it's, it's like a relatively new one. Okay, okay, got yeah. it. Well, yeah, that's definitely, a, definitely my three there right go. there. Yeah. Cram says collecting weekly stickers, the Ox PD. Biggle Fern says Deans would come with the Texas flag, his revolver, and his dog. Hey, and there my dog. Go. That's what how I was going to say for Marco. Was, how uh, did I, yeah, I, I wanted to say Kevin, but once uh, <laughs> once Zach said pancake, I didn't want to duplicate. <laughs> there you go. Smart, smart, smart. Uh, yeah, so just, just an easy, I mean, you know, kind of a not a huge panel today. So, Bro, for a half second... <laughs> Instead of pancake, I was going to call her popcorn. <laughs> and I was like, that's not it. I actually love that. If we ever get another dog, we're, we're definitely naming it popcorn. I thought we were naming them waffles. <laughs> waffles as well. There you go. I guess get we got to get two more now. Yeah. Oh, God. Bless your dog food budget. Uh, let's uh, let's get back into it. So uh, Super Mario Brothers, our movie of the week. Um, in fact, I don't even have a summary. So let me pull this up uh, so I can give you the official summary from Wiki. Uh, Mario Bros. Live action. This is the real reason John's not here. Is he was so horrified <laughs> by like, watching this, this film? Um, no, that's definitely not it. Let's see, 1993. Uh, Brooklyn plumbers Mario and Luigi get the shock of their lives when they discover a parallel world populated by the intelligent descendants of dinosaurs. It seems they weren't destroyed by a meteor uh, millions of years ago, but hurled into another dimension, and now they have plans to rule our world. Um, it's up to our unlikely heroes to battle the evil King Koopa and his Goomba guards, free the beautiful princess Daisy, and save mankind in this adventure of a lifetime. I first saw this movie in 2009, and we had had visited my cousin in Florida, and we we took a flight, but... It was like much cheaper to like land somewhere else and then drive to where he lives. So it was it was a really long day. And we were exhausted. And I remember we got to his house and he um he's like a contractor. He goes to the Middle East a lot. And he has like a almost like a tr- like a binder full of DVDs and he just takes it wherever and he has like hard drives and stuff like that with different movies, but you know, when you're you know, out in the middle of nowhere, there's not great internet like it's kind of what you do. And so, you know, we were, we were thumbing through it, and we found this, and I was like, I literally did not know this was a movie. I'm shocked and you didn't see this growing up. No, I didn't. It's wild. And I remember watching it, like, half awake and being like, what the fuck am I watching? And I fell asleep watching it, and it was so intriguing and so, like, out there that I was like, Okay, like I need to watch this again. So I watched it again the next day. Now it's like, no, that's exactly what I remembered happening. This movie is just that weird and just it's a that fever out there. Dream of a film. It it Marco it really is. And honestly, it's 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 bad. But in its badness, I feel like it's 
it's one of those things, Dean, we always talk about like movie of the week. The initial like goal was like cult movies, right? Movies that, you know, might not be the best films of all time, but over time they've developed, you know, like a little bit of a, a following. And I feel like this movie is the perfect example of that because, you know, with all its production problems and, and all the different problems during the film's creation, I think a lot of people really enjoy this film uh, for one reason or another. And and honestly, it's it's charming. There's horrifying, horrifying things in this film. Um, Bro, the, the reptilian, the little the tiny heads, things, yeah. the Yoshi, the just, just to be honest, everything, but it, it's not without its charm, right? Like this is like a movie, you have a beer, turn your brain off and just kind of roast it. Right. And it's, it's just fun. Like Yoshi's a velociraptor. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's just fun. Not it's not fun like in a good fun. It's like bad fun. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I wouldn't watch this movie too often, but it it has some charm to it as the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Um I think the saving grace for this movie, if there is one, is Bob Hoskins. One of the greatest actors ever. He's so amazing. Um I could take or leave John Leguizamo, if I'm being honest. He's kind of annoying. Plays an absolute idiot. <laughs> yeah. Poor Luigi. I mean, Luigi's arguably the best character out of the whole fucking Mario franchise. So, um, yeah, this movie is, I think someone, Zach, I think you just said Fever Dream is the best way to describe it. Also, why is everything, like, wet? in this film like everything is just like gooey and slimy it's like what the fuck is going on uh, you're, um, you're describing ben thomas's time in las vegas in vegas in vegas time out he texted us last night at like three in the morning my time and he's like y'all gotta download chat gpt and he sent me like this story about how I found some toy and like gave it to some kid. I'm like, motherfucker, you're in Vegas. It's one in the morning. You should be knocking walls back, like throwing it out, like freaky style. Not texting me some chat GPT story, but I found some kid a Batman. Dude, figure. he is like the most wholesome individual. I was like, Ben, I'm I love you sure so much. Him and Shauna go back to their room at like 9 p.m. to like do Bible study before they go to bed. Like, and this we're so saying this in the nicest way possible. I don't yeah, want Ben to take it the wrong way. I love but, Ben. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a good. Um, I was. It just shocked me. I was like, Ben, you're in Vegas. It's 1 a.m. and you're texting me this. Like, bro, have a funny thing to wake up to for sure. Ben is a better person than this is a movie. Um, <laughs> oh, that's not saying much. Ben is yeah, a much dude, better person than this. I, if I never saw this movie again, I would be happy. Um, it's it's fucking weird. Like, if you called this movie anything else, it'd be fine. <laughs> but the fact that you attached it to Mario is like, what? What are you talking about? So, it, yeah, it's it's a thing. If you haven't seen this movie, I honestly don't recommend watching it. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Bro, so so seeing this as a kid, like, I thought this was good. I legitimately thought it was good. I, I would say along with the Spawn <laughs> film, I was like, this it was badass. Like, this movie's great. Oh, like, my God. Like, legitimately... <laughs> 
I think grow. it's. I don't. I don't think I've revisited. I it think since I, I know was what my movie of the week is now. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right. Um, so so it kind of has that like three ninjas vibe where it's just so corny and the characters are just odd and like are the bad guys acting really funny like just off center ways. Um, watching this though, yeah, Fever Dream is the only way that I could describe it because it's like how in any way is this Mario minus them, you know borrowing like some one character. pipe yeah that's right they made it's a it feels like it was made by chat gpt honestly like make a mario's brother mario brothers film and this is what they came up with incredibly bizarre i don't think it's not if you haven't seen it though i think it's definitely worth just almost like the room right it's just so bad and interesting that it's entertaining in a lot of respects but you just keep watching it like, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, why did they make all these choices? But really cool designs overall, I'd say, and like interesting concept, but execution just, yeah, it's it's baffling. But really glad that we ended up revisiting this because I can confirm it's not good. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it, it exists and it's uh, just a weird footnote, fit, footnote in history. Footnote. It's a footnote <laughs> in Vegas. And um, yeah, Christ glad God. that they're making a proper Mario film, even though I've seen the, the ratings kind of mixed on that. Really? Yeah, I've like, heard nothing but good things. About that. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. Like I said, this movie, if you had called this anything else, like Plumber Time Warp or Dino Extravaganza, like it would have been like, oh, okay, like this is weird, but whatever. But the fact that you call it Mario's, I think Mario's. maybe actually the fact that you maybe, call it Mario's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe it actually that saves the movie and does put it in the yeah. cult classic, maybe because so, if it wasn't called Mario's, then you know people might just write it off. So I don't know. It, it's a, and even the a, cover a image here, and like, a curse. yeah, and even the cover image here, like perfectly represents what they did with this film. Like, let's take all of the fun like quirky aspects and like make it like as modern and like nineties as we can. And so the fact that they've just made this metal with an M that like doesn't resemble the games at all, just, right. just weird. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, like, let's put them in mag boots. Remember how Mario is famous for mag boots. That's right. You yeah. guys remember Mario's that? Famous from, for his red overalls or <laughs> red shirt and blue exactly. overalls. And his brother's <laughs> famous for the opposite and green. It's like, let's what? put them both in. <laughs> So awful. It's just not like I said. It's just not good. As much as you want to be like, no, it's charming. It's not. It's just so bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, what a. So I mean, I guess I don't know. Do we want? Do we want? Um... Well, actually, Dean, it's your pick, right? I picked this one. So, so what do you yeah. want to do? Man, Marco said the Spawn movie, and Ooh. that got me thinking. I think That's we've a, done that recently, right? I don't think we've ever done this. Oh, maybe movie. we did Blade. I'm thinking Blade. Yeah. I feel I, like we've I, done Spawn. We have to check the tapes. Yeah. I'm down to but, do it again, though. I know that's the it, big thing. I'm always like picking movies that we've already done. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it in the in the group what, what we're going to talk about next week. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm excited. But, yeah. Um, you know what else I'm excited for, Dean? These sweet angels, the Patreonies. The Patreonies, the three pillars. Give a quick shout out to Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valencerina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Giz, Daminator, Joel Breda, 
Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns, Figs, Badfish, Toy Cartel, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Dee Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, Caesar Mark, Wynn, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Irwin Azucena. Oh my God, I didn't say CZ. My bad, guys. The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Two Cothry Wad, Derek B, Aries Portillo, Mark Randolph, Alvin J, sorry. Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D-Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Don Madal, Jimmy James, Stephen Percher, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Mazanoris, Louis Bennett, Chip Parent, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. Palmer. <laughs> Yeah, last week you did it too early, so I was like, I'm gonna fucking make him like, wait. Gonna... <laughs> How fucking dare you? Let me. Uh, whoa, what the hell? Whoa! Can you zoom in a bit more too? Wow. You really? Uh, pressing this button here, I really can actually. Our merch Patreon benefits are the Papa Ox stickers, and the April is the OFAC celebration sticker. Now. Um, Ian sent me a package with a bunch of stickers that would be the April benefits. I would say if they're not in my hand by this Saturday, and I'm not saying that to like against Ian or anything, but if you know the post runs a bit slow, we may substitute the April benefit for the Brenton's question of the week sticker. So be a little flexible with us on that. We, you know, eventually everyone will get their OFAC celebration sticker. Uh, but I know that they, um, they had shipped them already before celebration, but it just depends on when they get here. Uh, so bear with us on that. Um, the Patreon benefits seven fifty, excuse me, five dollars for the digital tier. Uh, you get Ox After Dark, the Patreon chat, the weekly shout out seven fifty for stickers. Uh, Fifteen dollars is the figure fix assistance and the certified crispy certificate, uh, and the what a guy is the doubles of all the stickers we send and the Pog Deluxe set. Be sure to click that link in the bio if you want to join Patreon. Uh, you can also join our YouTube channel membership. Uh, we have memberships starting at 99 cents. If you're a Patreon member, or 2.99 if you're on the Peanut Gallery. Um, here we go. Alvin J says, "Is it possible in a future episode, you let the chat choose the movie of the week, giving us multiple choices to choose from?" Just a thought. I feel like um, we've done that before. Yeah, I'm down. I think around um, Christmas time we may have given the the audience oh, some yeah, choices, but yeah, I think that was received. I'll tell you what, Alvin, do me a favor. If you're on, I think you're on Facebook, put a post up in auxiliary and, um, get, uh, if you can, I'll pin it and we'll have you guys submit some choices. Worst case I can do this. Um, and then we'll, we'll narrow it down to four and we'll let you guys pick. I think that's a great idea. So Alvin, great idea. We will do that hundred percent. Um, oh, he doesn't have Facebook. Okay. So, so I'll work on that, but yes, Alvin, Alvin, just comment what you want like your what well, your choice would be and we'll add that to the to the list um we have great channel members now a lot of the channel members um we had this like um really amazing thing that happened where a lot of people were gifting channel memberships um and yeah alvin let me know what your movie choice would be so i can put that in the poll um a lot of people were donating channel memberships which was crazy i didn't quite understand like what was going on but we just got like random like a shitload of members 
I understand that now, and it's even cooler. Uh, so shout out to <clears throat> Mojo Z78, Absolute Irwin, LV Avenger 702, OMFG Rick, S Beam, Andres IB, Daminator, Sam Gis, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Big Old Fern, Cram, Alvin J, OG Fan, Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Carlito, CT603, Eddie Money Mendez, B Chan, Fat Batman, Justin Sports Card Museum. Philip the Fool, Kiki Spinkter, Universal Key, Eclectic Collector, Tukatri, Single Songwriter, Jake, Zeke, Equan, John the Everyday Collector, DJ, Toy Cartel, KJ Smith, Adrian Aguirre, Knight, Slifer, Baby Boy 562, Steph V, Mike Oxlong, Just Another Friday Night, and uh, we also had uh, Blue Beetle uh, join the membership, so thank you for that. Alvin's Choice is Natural Born Killers. I, uh, I'm i not familiar with that movie, but I will add it to the list. Um, we have the one. network here. Uh, Collectors Club is on Friday after dark uh, Wednesday. Thursday, we're double stacking with the special OFAC episode for celebration. Uh, like I said, Ian, Pete, and Shane from 16 Figure Focus will be on to recap their experience Saturday at celebration. Small talk uh, this Thursday at 830. Uh, Live and Let Dice is returning May... Let's see, here it is, May 13th, May 13th, so mark that on your calendars if you're interested in D&D. Uh, the reissue, Marco, we got to figure that out. Uh, I know it's been kind of crazy with uh, uh, Ben's vacation and just a bunch of other stuff, but we got to get on that for April. Absolutely. Question of the week every Sunday. I think Pose Wars, honestly, I think it's tabled for now, so unfortunately... You know, it's one of those things, uh, the viewership was down, uh, we just have to prioritize um, shows like Ox PD and Red Dead Redemption, which a lot of people really uh, do enjoy, um, and, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that happens, unfortunately. Uh, Bricks and Brews will be later this month, uh, and, uh, yeah, these, these kind of change, we'll work shows in and out as we can, so, um, yeah, just, just bear with us, promise we're doing our best to get you guys all the content that you like. Uh, T Public, uh, it's actually on sale right now, so now's a good time to buy if you want to buy a shirt. If there's a shirt that's not on the T Public that you want, let us know. We'll be happy to um, get you sorted there and get that uploaded. Uh, socials, we have Facebook, Collecting Weekly, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, uh, Instagram at Collecting Weekly at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, and at the Everyday Collector on Instagram. And uh, yeah, a little bit of a short show today, about 20 minutes off the clock. Not too bad, but. Um, Marco, have you decided when you're doing your uh, thousand subscribers stream? Yeah, we wanted to do it last weekend. We, you know, we snuck in a quick little episode of the She Said No podcast, like really yeah. impromptu. I will be gone uh, next week, uh, or excuse me, this this weekend, um, going to a bachelor party. So we're hoping to do it sometime in the next few weeks. But we will make announcements on the social media. I'll make sure to plug it in. Uh, the, Fa- the Ox uh, Facebook group as well. So hopefully here very soon. But yeah, things have been a bit crazy. Gotcha, gotcha, but, uh, gotcha. Yeah, but appreciate all the support. And yeah, we, we made that milestone, which is uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Pablo, we, we actually have pretty much all the work done for the episode. Ben put a lot of work into the Dark Knight uh, deep dive. Uh, it's just been a weird month with the holidays and, uh, you know, vacation stuff, family stuff. So promise reissues coming back this month uh we'll be recording an episode and uh, our apologies for uh for that but ben ben like i said spent hours working on this really great dark night um <laughs> recap he re- so he really went all in honestly it's yeah, gonna it be was, a very in-depth show yeah yeah gg says no fun over at our channel uh <laughs> yeah shout out to vintage rebellion ian and pete uh shane from one six figure focus they they uh held down the fort um 
for the YouTube people that we uh, stream with. So, uh, you know, real great to see that they had a good weekend. Big shout out to everyone that, um, you know, was making sure that our members got their codes for the um, Darth Vader, you know, all kinds of different things uh, that people did to get that. Uh, shout out to those that purchased from Zach's Wonderland. Uh, I shipped out my first nine orders uh, this past week. Uh, Marco, I actually have, this is a very early work in progress, but you're stone base Ooh, working on that so, that is sexy looking good um yeah i think uh dean i actually have your stuff and rainer's stuff uh for when we meet up uh and uh yeah we're working on the bo katan shields the um heavy mando person like the little blue glowy shields that they have um yeah so business is not booming but you know it's a nice little side thing um so i appreciate you guys that order um, ordered from us thus far. And if you want to check us out on Instagram, it's Zach, Z-A-C-K-S underscore Wonderland. Uh, in fact, I will link the Instagram here. So, uh, Cram, you can message me on Facebook to get added into the chat. Um, or if you don't use um, Facebook, you can uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, and if you don't have Instagram, uh, you can email me uh, at uh, Z-A-C-K at collectingweekly.com. And I'll be able to get to you there. If you don't have email, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Um, I think Bob Dylan got his package today too, so that's very cool. Nice. Um, Badfish said that Stone Base is being painted much faster than Danny's project. Okay, first <laughs> Shit, off, I forgot about unrelated, that. Dean. But how do we ban someone from the chat? Can you yeah, um, yeah, get get him out of here? Yeah, okay. That that is my most embarrassing thing. It it was a combination of, of artist <laughs> block. I was moving and I had carpal tunnel, so I'm sorry that uh, Danny was suffered such. Maybe it's at the next my greatest shame in life. No, he he has it already. He picked up the last ox. Oh, that's right. All right, all right. Actually, he was being a baby. He wanted me to mail it, so I had to mail it. I was like, "You motherfucker, you're here. Just take it oh, with you." Did it arrive broken too? And it arrived broken. <laughs> I was like, Poor "You could have just taken this." Oh, oh, he had a lump on his head. He wasn't thinking right. Art. <laughs> he got conked on the noggin. <laughs> I'm so excited for OxCon too. Oh my gosh. We got the so logo and everything. It's going to be dope. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, uh, Cram, I know, I, I think I messaged, uh, missed your comment last week. But yeah, if you want to get in on that chat, like I said, Facebook, Instagram, or uh, email is the best way to reach me. And you could be the proud owner of a Zach's Wonderland product in your collection. But uh, yeah, shout out everyone for showing up tonight. Short show. Lots of places you could be watching on Tuesday nights. I appreciate you coming here. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Uh, do you guys have any shout outs you want to give or anything you want to add before we cut this one off? Nothing um, on my end. No, just keep 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 doing you out there. Yeah, keep on keeping on. It's a crazy world. Yeah. You made it. You made it to the weekend. You're starting off a new week. You're, I guess when you listen to this, you'll be midweek. Keep on chugging. You got wow. It. Words of affirmation. I love it. Yeah, you're doing good. And I'm proud of you. Wow, that was beautiful. And your peepee's big. Yeah. Wow. Well, one could be so lucky, but uh... it's a nice, adequate peepee. More yeah. than enough for anyone. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. And I'm Marco. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. We'll catch you on the next episode. I, can't, I, can't just, broke, I was like, we broke. really just said that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Dean, give me a bye. Bye.